I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. What are we watching? Oh, that's Isaac's department. What, what's the question, sorry? What are we watching? Oh, we're watching Voyager Counterpoint. Enable oh, this one. <laughs> Which one? This one. Yeah, this one. Unplanned Trek! It's time for Unplanned Trek's 50 Shades of Trek. If you want to watch along, that's fine. Just press play when I finish singing this line. Welcome to Unplanned Trek. This is our first episode of 50 Shades of Trek, and we have just hit play on the Voyager episode Counterpoint. I am Isaac. I am joined by my co-host, Andrew Hogan. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Cobba. Hello. And we have also got on the line Mark Cartier from the Shuttlepod Show. How are you, Mark? Hello. I'm good. That's good. So we've gotten straight into the action on this one. So this, um, to explain what we're doing, though, we're doing a live rewatch. So you, um, we've explained in the intro, but you can watch the episode along with us, like a DVD audio commentary from 20 years ago, or you can just listen to us in the car or on a run, at the gym, walking by the beach, or while you're ignoring your significant other at a cafe or restaurant. That's how people listen to us, I'm sure. That's where I listen to your podcast. <laughs> Fancy restaurant. Listen to? Surrounded by interesting <laughs> people. I'm like, this is I'm listening to a podcast, damn it. Trek. <laughs> so what I've done is I've developed a list of the 50 sexiest episodes of Trek, and we're going to count them from 50 to 1 over the next 50 weeks of unplanned Trek content. And this episode has come in at number 50. Now, I must admit, I, did, I woke up really early one day and developed this list. It was like 3 a.m., and I used a lot of Google to help me out. I can't necessarily decide why I had this episode on the list, but before we joined on, um, Mark Mark's reaction to this episode was, oh, it's that one. Enable. So oh, at least one, one of us knows what we're about to watch today. <laughs> All yeah, I know it's about the guy. it. It's the guy from Election, which is one of my favourite movies ever made. Is it a Christmas movie? I can't remember Election. What happens in it? Election is, it's got Reese Witherspoon and, um, oh, crap, what's his face? Um, oh, shoot. The I'm guy, the guy, the movie, the movie guy, the movie guy. Anyway, uh, oh, Reese Witherspoon is like a high school senior, and she's uh, running for uh, class president. For some right. It's directed by Alexander Payne, who's one of my favorite directors. Uh, and what happens is, um, uh, oh, Matthew Broadwick. There we go, Matthew Broadwick. Oh, right, that guy. Yeah, really? he plays a, a high school teacher, uh, and his. His best friend, uh, Mark Herlick, who is the guy in this episode who plays the alien who's constantly stopping the Voyager yeah. to do inspections. Um, oh, yes. He plays the math teacher at this high school. And uh, he and Reese Witherspoon, the catalyst of the movie is that um, he has had a sexual relationship with Reese Witherspoon when she was a, like a sophomore or something. Ooh. And he gets fired. And now she's running for a class president election and Matthew Broderick doesn't want her to win. So it's about this teacher trying to sabotage this, you know, high school students election uh, opportunity. It's a, it's an amazing movie. I'm really, 
The, yeah. the most important thing is, of course, that Matthew Broderick's best friend ends mm -hmm. up in the Enterprise. Well, he ends up in on on Voyager. Mm -hmm. Anyway, no. Well, his best friend Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, he's he's um oh. captain of the Enterprise. He's the captain of the B. That's right. Of the B. The big B. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Connecting all the dots. And everyone's getting installed next Tuesday. Yeah. Which is like, you know, weird. And also, he lived his entire life thinking that he's responsible for killing Jim Kirk, which is like pretty dodgy. Hey, look, it's the lineup that they had when Neelix left Voyager in season seven. Okay, I better actually start watching this. <laughs> what's this? What's this? Oh. And I've given up, all right. I've given up we'll, the same thing. I'm bored of that. Yeah, uh, we're at a point and we're a bit over four minutes in. Exactly. Yeah. It's very um, <laughs> so I've, I've mentioned that people are able to tweet us in while we're watching this, and Antipodal has done that. She's given us the, the Vulcan salute and a couple of nice emojis. So I think she's watching along with us today. Hello, Kelly. And trick mailbag yes hello oh yeah hello and we just say and, hello to oh hey shins is here too fucking shins is turned up and i'm pissing on now you you, you bloody bastards look at you your fucking ugly head that's terrible oh my god you look like the back of my ass with shins on don't really know who you're talking to there shins but um happy new year he was talking to you, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, fifth season Voyager. Okay, right. It looks like the kind of um, scanner that they used. To, what was the name of that 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 race that had the phage and got sick all the time? And did, oh yeah, the, it, the, the 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 scanner that they're using on on the crew and the mess hall looked a lot like that. Oh, we've got barrels here, so at least Worf's not there to to potentially die, but it's. Obviously, an unsafe workplace. Yeah, clearly. I think I that one of these security uh, guys is uh, one of the alien authority investigator guys. I think yes. he was on Battlestar Galactica. I think he was the Ooh. an executive officer on the uh, other ship. Hmm. The, oh, the, on, on the um, yeah, on the Pegasus. Yeah, the Pegasus. Yes. Everything happens on the Pegasus, doesn't it? And, of course, Pegasus was captained by Ensign Rowe. Did we find that out in Yeah, that's right. Yes, oh. it was. Michelle Forbes. Yeah. I just watched uh, Ensign Rowe uh, today before I got on the call with you. That's oh, the Next Generation episode that ended. The Vidians. The, that's it, the Vidians. The is, Vidians is the have the phage. Is yeah. Ensign Rowe the episode where she has to take off her jewellery but Worf's allowed to wear his sash? Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, because Riker didn't like her earring. Yeah, he didn't like her. He likes Worf. He, and well, both of them. He, he liked her in the episode where they lost their memory, remember? Yeah, he liked her a lot that time. He liked her a few times, I think, from memory. That, that one might be on this list of 50, in 50 Shades. Oh, absolutely. No, I've got to the sound. Oh, All set here, Captain. Oh, can you mute that, Hogan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to give me a rough idea of how many minutes you're in? 
Yeah, roughly seven. We've got Janeway um, in her ready room with one of the people with a real futuristic laptop at the moment he's playing. Uh, I think he might be playing Hearts or... um, Well, he's on her laptop. Yeah, it's pretty pretty futuristic. Yeah, it's her uh, pea green laptop, yeah. Mm. I can't imagine Janeway agreeing to these people coming in and giving... And looking around, snooping on board, it doesn't really seem like a, a Janeway thing to approve. It's also like, why? Why doesn't she just go? No, just fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming through. I've We're got through space. It's not like they're doing anything. Yeah, we've got we've got a certain amount of torpedoes that we can't we can't get more of them, but they do seem to go on forever. We've got an infinite number of shuttlecraft, though. Yeah, that's true. And we'll, we'll build the Delta Flyer somehow too. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing particularly sexy has happened so far. <laughs> yeah, so well done. Good choice, mate. Well, it's well he's playing it's music. He was playing, he was playing some uh, classical music at the beginning. He felt uh-huh. that classical music made the crew less stressed during the uh, ship's inspection, you know which I think is pretty romantic. That's what I would do if I was trying to pick up the captain. Yeah, I've read your blog. Mm. You've read my blog. I <laughs> know oh, you moved. You read my blog. <laughs> you found my blog. Those guys are wearing. I really... have a blog. <laughs> These guys are wearing really bad puffer jackets. Yeah. Was there a sex candle? No. I mean, did they did they shop at the same place like that Neelix does? No, there's no. I can't see any couch fabric in this. Yeah. It looks pretty, pretty bleak black that they're wearing. It is, yeah. Mm, this guy's just started the sentence. I'm a reasonable man. It never really goes well beyond that. When someone has, to, you don't have to announce you're a reasonable man if you are a reasonable man. The best line. He's not of the episode. No. He looks like a tool bag. Yes, yes, he does. Janeway's not impressed, so I don't think she's feeling the romance. No. Well, he said, you've got a long trip through our space. Good friends, uh, you know, it, it's good to have friends. And he gave her the little winky wink. Ooh, the winky mm. wink. Their ships look like uh, devil rays. Oh, de- devil rays? Yeah, the thing that murdered your uh, animal hunt lover. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, oh, magic, we um, we're, stingray. We're, we'll call them stingrays. We're realizing something. So we obviously were hiding something from these um, people that we don't like because they're not part of our crew and they're different. Who's that girl? I believe they're hiding anyone with telepathic uh, ability. Oh, so that would be Tuvok. A loud region of space, yeah. Uh, I don't think we've still got Suter on board. I, I think he had telepathic abilities. Do we have that other Vulcan in engineering that um, got really horny? For Balana oh, in that episode, yeah, here there he is. He's right there. Oh, here they are. They were all beaming yeah. back. They also mm. appear to have some refugees. Clearly, these are the refugees that are uh, being hunted by uh, the whomever's, including the Bede- No, that's the there's Boric. <laughs> oh, and we had a nice work, Harry, there from the captain. So he should be promoted by the end of this episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> Never. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil yeah. it. He's doing that's a good a, job. Some magnificent haircuts there. Yeah. 
They're going very slow through this space. As as you do. Yeah, if you're in a rush to get back, gonna if they've got to go through this space to get home, maybe going around it at warp would have been quicker than going through impulse. I mean, I'm not one to question Janeway, but she has lost a lot more crew members than I have. Yeah, she's found a few too. True, true. And she's lost a few too. What's this guy doing? Who are you seeing? Are you in, are you in the medical bay? Yeah. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. He's just hanging around. Maybe there's no classical music in the medical bay. With his facial putty. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. They didn't, they, they weren't really doing, they weren't really going all out for the aliens in this episode. No, they're all uh, nose, nose aliens. Top yeah. Of the nose. yeah, the like the dudes in makeup were like, yeah, we're doing noses today and nothing else. Yeah. It's usually nose yeah. or uh, Voyages traveling through divorce space where telepathy is illegal. The crew has a small group of telepaths and has offered them transport to a wormhole that will let them escape the sector uh, as Voyager continues on its way. And they're mm. hiding the refugees from the divorce. See, the, the, the weird Sorry. thing is, like, how can, like, telepathy be illegal? It's like, you don't decide to have telepathy. You don't like Well, in the United control. States, we have the legislature the executive and the judicial those are the three branches of government oh well thank you civic boy the legislature <laughs> legislature creates laws the uh, ed, ed, uh executive uh enforces those laws and the uh judicial determines whether or not those laws are legal that's um literally the most boring thing i've ever heard I'll edit it out. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Neelix yeah. has got some apples in front of him or tomatoes. Oh, there we go. For the Neelix oh, medal. Look like butts. Oh, and Jamie's like, uh, one up. They look like plums. Yeah. Mm. Well, Jamie's pretty happy with that. We'll call it a plum. She does. Oh, she even gave him a pat on the back. I've never seen that before. She's oh, drinking she's broth. She's all touchy. And the kids in the background are drinking Romulan ale. Oh, wow. Well. So yeah, yeah. Those kids are getting drunk. Um, Mark, that judicial stuff you're talking about, we're actually talking about passing uh, laws in Australia soon. So no, on the passing laws? So you're going to have laws in Australia? Yeah, they're talking about it. I don't know. No, if we, we don't have laws. We're lawless. Yeah. There's we're a lot lawless. of she'll be right, mate. We're Lucy lawless. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned oh, interruption. Hey, check this out, dudes. Yeah. I was watching an episode of The West Wing. Last night, Mark, speaking of your laws and shit, and guess who was on it? Keiko O'Brien. Keiko oh, O'Brien. Oh. She's everywhere. I know. Is she angry? Uh, oh, here he is. Romancing the shit out of her now. Mm. Keiko O'Brien medal. Oh, it's all right, Ensign. That means get out because you don't want to watch this. This isn't going in the Ensign's log. Call me Kashuk, please. <laughs> There's a bit of suggestive eyebrow too. Yeah, well, that's she's really handsome. Mm. 
So this is the guy for Reese Witherspoon, is it? Yeah, I think his line from that movie is her pussy gets so wet. Wow. Which is Ooh. um obnoxious when you're talking about a high school kid. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Yes, yeah, so some some movies don't age as well as others. Back to the future well, I mean, aged very well. Contextually it was it it's it works still. Oh, because it's still grotesquely inappropriate. Mm. Oh, it was, well, it was inappropriate then. It's inappropriate now. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good. And um, oh, Mark, you've, you've mentioned the movie a few times. Are you any way affiliated or did you work on the movie Election? <laughs> Election is my second or third favorite movie ever made of all time. Oh, wow. What beats it? Star Trek Five. Well, wow. I don't count Star Treks in the... Mm. I don't count Star Treks or Galaxy Quest. Um, Fargo is number one. Sometimes Starship Troopers is number two. Oh, interesting. I watched Troopers last week. Ah. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, I don't know why I did. It, it was one of those channel surfing on, on, on the streams and oh, Starship Troopers. I'll have a look at that. This guy's just said, you have no choice, Captain. You don't say that to Janeway. You'd never say that to Janeway. To be honest, I was just fast forwarding to the shower scene. (laughs) The best line of the episode. Sonic shower. Oh, he was not Sonic. (laughs) And Starship Troopers, Dean Amaya, who was in Star Trek Nemesis. Aha, uh-huh. we know someone else that was in Nemesis, don't we? Yeah, fucking me, fucking me, I was in Nemesis, yeah, that's right, she was a fucking Romulan, yeah, I fucking moaned her, she was great, yeah. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Good narration, Hogan. <laughs> Late nights with Shinzo. So, we're getting a bit of use of the Astrometrics Lab set today. What's well, going He's earning her trust by giving them all of the information about his fleet so they can find, so Voyager can find his people's ships and avoid an ambush in a nebula. Hmm. Not a copy nebula, standard nebula. Oh, right. (laughs) One of those boring ones. Um, So so many nebulas. This is kind of uh, Prime Directive-ish, right? Shouldn't we just be letting them be? Or have they sought asylum? They've sought asylum. They're Mm. refugees trying to get to safety. Mm. This is Jack Dorito from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. Um, Mid to late 90s, is this an allegory for anything political, particularly at the States at the time, do you think, Mark? Um, I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. I mean, you know, we're always writing laws here that are dumb. Oh, laws. You just love laws. Laws are dumb. I'm a libertarian. Stay out of stay. Keep the government out of my bedroom. Keep the government out of your pants. Keep it out of my wallet. Keep it out of my living room. Oh, I've got a, I've got a tweet from at FBI. Hi, Mark. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. They love laws. Yeah, and they, they love our show. Do they? Yeah, they're a Patreon. Lower level. Of course. Yeah. The mm. FBI is a patron. 
<laughs> they would want to watch, mate. They would want to watch. I think they're actually required to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Can you imagine? There's somebody. There's somebody very lower level FBI agent who has to watch this. Like... Oh yeah, <laughs> it's FBI lower decks. <laughs> but at the moment, he's like, "Hey, they mentioned me." Yes. Yeah, I'm on podcast duty until I can get promoted. He's gonna, he's gonna get Scully's phone number. All right. So Janeway's having a an intense conversation, but the it's way it's the way it's shot, you can't really tell who she's talking to at the moment. But she, they're absolutely absolutely using that desk as a uh, barrier between the two. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned. I don't like his shirt. Really? Nah. There's a bit of confidence. I think it's about one of the better Star Trek shirts ever because I've been I've been I'm in the middle of season five or the beginning of season five of the Next Generation. I've started rewatching it for the first time in a couple of years. Mm. And I, every time I rewatch it, those first three four seasons in particular, the clothes that everyone wears. Oh yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> all the onesies. Everyone's in a onesie. Yeah, I know. It's like, and this is the weird thing about, like, when you have shows set in the future, the costume designers seem obsessed with redesigning clothes. And it's like, do you know what? 400 years from now, jeans and a T-shirt is still going to be cool. That's it's right. Like, it's not going to change. Yeah. It's literally not going to change. I kind of agree. Jeans and a T-shirt will always be cool. It's like, and you know what? If I wake up in the morning like I had to today, because it's so fucking early, right? I'm going to wear tracksuit pants and a fleecy top because that was the first thing I found on the floor when I got up. I'm wearing the first thing I found on the floor right now, too. Oh, nice. So it's like we're brothers. Oh, sexy, mate. You're from the future, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I planned this award winning ensemble that I'm wearing. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. No, I, I'm actually, I, I can literally tell. Yeah. Mm. It's, it, you know, it's, I was once a model. Of, of what? Hair. Oh. Hair. Yeah. Is when, that you get my hair cut, when I was about 17, I had long hair at the time, and they said, how about we don't cut your hair for six weeks, put eight different shades of blonde in it, and give you a free haircut? Went, yeah, sure. Dude, I was a hair model at the Australian National Hairdressing Championships. Unplanned <laughs> hair model. In 1994. Wow. An ear model or a hair model? Um, so my flatmate at the time was a hairdresser and she'd made the finals and I was uh, to be the victim, basically. So, yes, I can relate to Isaac. I had to not cut my hair for about eight weeks and then she dyed it a very ridiculous red colour and um, then cut it on a stage. Yes, one was on the stage. So have you thought about washing out that ridiculous red in your hair or are you keeping it? I'm just happy I've still got the hair. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Some yeah. of it. Yeah. All right, someone wearing another drab outfit just beamed on. Yeah, they beamed him on without his permission. What's, it got, what's going on with the back of that guy's head? Uh it's a head penis. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> mm. yeah, it's a dickhead. <laughs> it's a dickhead. Yeah. He's a dickhead. Australia, we've gone dickheads, mate. 
<laughs> Anyone ever tell you to look like a little penis with a hat on? Oh, fucking right. Oh, shins. I've got channeling a bit of shins then. <laughs> how, how could that happen? I, that's in, I, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes he gets a bit mad because he reckons I sound like him. Oh, I've, I've never heard it, mate. No. Oh, see, she's getting all flirty with 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 dickhead. Oh. Oh, great. The wonders of live recording. I'm deaf in one ear and can't tell where that beeping's coming from. You've been beeping. Your smoke alarm's gone off. <laughs> Every, everything's fine. What happened? Did someone fart? Oh, I think one of my kids has set a a stopwatch timer, which is great in the middle of the night. Hey, I forgot forgot to ask you at the top of this. How are you determining the 50 most romantic episodes Uh, or sexiest episodes? Nothing to do with romance. Huh? Nothing to do with romance. (laughs) Good for sexiest. The sexiest episodes. So, and how is this number fifty? Okay, so that's a good. It's a very good question, Mark. So, very good question. I don't have an answer for. <laughs> you're a bit. He's a bit embarrassed, Mark. You see, what happens is he watches the episodes, and then sometimes when you get a bit aroused, the penis gets a bit hard. A bit, and then he gets a ruler and measures questions. It. Questions. Yeah. What is a penis? Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm not sure. Shame this is audio only today, Andrew. You couldn't get the uh, YouTube stream working for my yeah, explanation. Um, so, what I wanted is I wanted every franchise represented in my list. So, that was one of my provisions. And um, I essentially had to get a list of, I used Google a bit on what are the sexiest episodes and through the synopsis and memory tried to rank them a bit. So the ones that are closer to the top are very well known for their sexiness. But, yeah, the there were more episodes I wanted to fit into my list of 50 that I couldn't. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, essentially it's going to be 50 weeks of Andrew going, is this the one with Kyle Riker and Pulaski? Mm. <laughs> I, I do. That's a sexy episode. I do like um I do like when Janeway takes the jacket off. Mm. I mean, mostly because it actually is one of the few representations that they have layered clothing in Star Trek. Yeah, although in um, Picard we've got those awesome jackets that we oh, all yeah, like. Those, those jackets, no, but nothing beats first season Enterprise. They had away team jackets, and they mm-hmm. were jackets. Like they oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, they actually, it's the only time in Star Trek where someone recognizes that, you know what? If you go out of the house, you probably want to put a coat on. Mm. Oh, you just said I haven't decided whether I like you at all. I have. Mm. He's going to try to kiss her, if I remember correctly. There's, there's no one there. How do, you get, how do you get the mess hole all to yourself like this? Well, it was originally, don't forget, the captain's mess, and Neelix converted it into a mess hall because, you know, he asks oh. for forgiveness, not for permission. Cause cooking. Mm-hmm. He did that a lot. He did that a lot. No one blinked an eye that he was dating a two-year-old. Just I did. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did. No one on board cared. <laughs> 
And I was like, ah. <laughs> it's the stop of the cringe. Yeah. It's all right. My father. <laughs> or... I still don't like his shirt. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned yeah. interruption. I don't have a cup of tea, guys. Doesn't it look like the, the shirt's got little spaceships on it? Um, no, not really. No. You might be watching a different version. <laughs> Are they wearing party hats in your version? No. No, no. Oh, no. they're not. You must be watching a different one. Yeah, You're you watching are. a different version. Nah, Everyone's just... got a party hat in this one. You're wearing a party hat. You are a party hat. Your mum's a party hat. <laughs> Your mom's a party hat. My name is Earl Gray. My show is Let's Talk About Tracks. This is too short to be a promo. Oh, there's a laptop again. I don't know if you're a bit ahead of me. I don't have a laptop yet. Oh, it's okay. sitting in the middle hall with them. They're standing in front of the window looking at the lights. Uh, oh, I'm going to go There they are. There it is. Uh, uh, what, let's do a time code check. There's two laptops in this one. I'm 28 minutes and a half minutes in. Uh, I'm 28.50. I'm now 28 and a half. <laughs> They're sitting yeah, at the lamp. I've just got them at the laptop now. I've synchronized with you guys now. Cool. That was so, expense. I take it they're playing Minesweeper on the on the computer? No, no one plays Minesweeper. No one understands Minesweeper, but people played it. Oh, Janeway's lying back in a bit of a kind of way. Sentry. I guess that it's a bit of a sexy nebula. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned what, um, what 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 defines a sexy nebula? It's kind of got a lava lamp feel about it. Ah, I, I love a lamp. Mm. <laughs> oh, look at this. Reese Witherspoon to star in an election sequel movie at Paramount Plus. Oh, excellent. Can you get and, me on that set? Yeah, are you involved in it, Mark? She will reprise her highly ambitious election character, Tracy Flick, at Paramount Plus sequel to the 1999 film. Uh, la, 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 la. Yeah, that's exciting. So this is filmed before election then, I think. This actually might have been around the same time. When was season five? I can tell you right now. Colonel. 1998. I'm hmm. George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Yeah, and yeah. 1998 was when this episode aired. So here in Australia at the time, to watch Voyager, I had to rent these episodes on VHS, which only had two episodes at a time because mm -hmm. our TV had given up on Voyager by this time, but I was way too invested in it to give up on it myself. Whereas, yeah. whereas I, was, um, I was sharing a house with a mate of mine who worked at a, uh, like a local comic book shop that also sold videos and DVDs, and he used to steal the Star Trek videos and bring them home to our house. And we'd watch them and then we'd cover them back in the plastic and put them back on the shelf in the shop. <laughs> Your mate, would he steal a car? Oh, yeah. He'd, he'd yeah, steal yeah, a car. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, basically, if you bought a Star Trek video from a comic shop in Hobart in the mid 90s, it was secondhand. 
I think there was also only one comic book shop in Hobart in the mid-90s. Oh, I, I don't want to be too specific, obviously. <laughs> no, no, I don't think anyone would be able to narrow it down, mate, if they if No, no, they wouldn't. The cool thing yeah. was we had two VCRs, so we, we, we dubbed them, we copied them. Oh. <laughs> it was great. What's Chicago doing? Has Chicago done anything this week? No. Well, he's sitting there out of focus in the background right now. Yeah, he must have made a lot of money. Focus on Frederick. That's a big face. That's a big close up on Two Rock, wasn't it? Hmm. In fact, this entire scene is all complete close ups. Hmm. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. They're going to grey mode. The rarely used grey mode. Well, that where they go black and white. Uh, that's Captain Proton, isn't it? That's on the holiday. Yes. Now, Seven didn't have the blue uniform much, did she? What colour do you associate with her? The silver one. Oh, oh that yeah. guy is, uh, isn't that guy uh, the builder of the weapon that's going to destroy Earth and Enterprise? Oh, Drig? Drigo? Drago. Oh. And oh, lead refugee, uh, I think, is the actor who builds the weapon that is, is meant to destroy Earth. The Zindi weapon. Oh, the Zindi weapon? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a, he's a right bastard then, isn't he? Oh, that helps. The Zindi built the, <laughs> the weapon, <laughs> according to Google. That's what happens if you Google. Yeah. This is Jack Torino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. Well, are we in her quarters now? Got a bonsai tree in the background. Hmm. Now, this is a room which has paintings in it, but the usual Star Trek trope is to have paintings of the ship that you're on to remind you what ship you're on. But I couldn't actually make out what was in the, the frames. There's nothing there, in the frame. There were three picture frames kind of to the Janeway's right, but we're not looking at it from that perspective at the moment. See, the weird thing about this, the weird thing about, like, um, uh having pictures on the wall, is that you could just put a window on the wall and look at actual space. And be reminded that you're in space. In space, which would be cool. But like, not oh, all the rooms. She's revealing her attraction to him. Oh, she mentions Tchaikovsky. I wouldn't mind having someone around who loves Tchaikovsky, yeah. Yeah. Tchaikovsky hasn't been popular for a while. Swarovski. Hmm. Remember, we, we told Beethoven to roll over and tell Tchaikovsky the news. So he hasn't been relevant for a while. Oh, that, that upset Hogan. He's walked off. Isn't there an Australian movie about some guy who's obsessed with Tchaikovsky? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shine, I think you're referring to. Uh, Shine. I'm, getting, I'm, yeah. I'm getting this guy. Oh. oh hi, cat. Do they have cats? Hello. In the future. I didn't know that. Future cat. <laughs> this one's for Grinch. This is Stripey. Hello, Stripey. Is my TV too loud? Can you guys hear it? I, I have at times, but not enough to for it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, also, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, we're looking at a, another ship, are we? Um, oh. I just wanted to call out as well that I guess we have to give Stripey a grudge medal point for appearing on our show. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I forgot that we had to call out a bunch of points. We should have a little yeah. list. We have a, hey. a point card. There's Pashing. There's Pashing. Oh. Oh, she just got kissed by a person. Oh, and there she goes back at it. Oh, my. What about Mark? What about there are moments Mark? in time where it's like, it's important for us to remember that not only is Janeway a captain, but she's a woman. Mm. Oh, he's kissing her hand. What's going to happen? I'm going to save you. It's going to happen. No, he's just going to get in that spaceship and touch himself. I think that ship is CG. It's going to happen. Do you reckon? And by CG, you mean... Penis. <laughs> I mean, Janeway's not think, thinking about Mark and her dog anymore, is she? She's, she's given up on that dream. I don't mean you, Mark. I mean, I do mean you, Mark. But the other Mark as well. So many Marks. Yeah. Janeway would have had more than one Mark on her list. And she would have checked it twice to see who's naughty and nice. Oh, there you go. Very good. Nice little fade there. Yeah. She's not happy. For someone who's just got a snog, she looks pretty angry, really. Maybe he wasn't that didn't have a good technique. Not like us hair models, mate. Ah, multiple techniques. <laughs> multiple means had a line two. Yet, but they should raise shields. Mm. Fully functional. <laughs> oh, there's Harry. Is he still doing a good job? No. No. <laughs> he better stay Henson then. He's not doing any job. What actual function does Harry Kim have? If he was on, say, Next Gen, who's his character? Is he? He's not Wesley. No. Is he? He's the dude that stands up the back that doesn't get a seat, but who isn't Wolf. That isn't Wolf, yeah. <laughs> Why did Wolf not get a seat? That is a bit odd. I think it's because Klingons don't deserve it. It's a bit of a racism allegory. Oh. Here it comes. Oh. What's happened on the desk? They're wearing those Tazzy tuxedos. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. They do look like the phage scanners. Yeah, they do, don't they? Oh, they're lining up like Neelix is leaving again. One can only hope, I guess. I'm George Takei, <laughs> and this is an unplanned interruption. Why did Neelix leave? What did, what did he want? Why did Neelix leave? leave? Oh, because they were going to go back to the Alpha Quadrant in about three episodes' time. Yeah. Or he fell in love. But it makes no sense. Oh, with with uh, Christy, Julianne Christie, who got Connor pregnant. Oh, <laughs> right. That's right. Only a few weeks later that would have been, too. Because season seven backed up to season one of Enterprise. Oh, yeah. It's probably mm. happened months. She was probably, you know, giving Connor the side eye while, while with Neelix. I mean, well, if you were with Neelix, you'd be doing well, the side. Who knows what happens on the Paramount lot? It's like mm. they wouldn't let us in, mate. That's why. Oh, well, she up. thinks they're flirting. I know what happens on the Paramount lot. I can either, I can either, oh, bloody know what happens. <laughs> Everything happens. I fucking exploded. Jeez, <laughs> oh, shins on. Calm down, mate. 
Um, I think we've got confirmation of Jade, TV guy Grayson, and it's got Star Trek watching along with us today as well. So, hello to those guys. Oh, hello. Oh, my other cat has a concern. Hang on. Oh, it's called jealousy. Dogs wag tails, and cats don't like to be seen. This one's for grudge. We might have to give out more grudge metal points here. Yeah, come on. Are you bringing another animal into the show? Yep. This is. Um, Don't I get a grudge metal this, point? This is Thomas Wayne. Oh, and Thomas, Thomas Wayne is a main coon like grudge. Oh. Thomas Wayne does appear on set a lot for us. Yeah. Big fan of the show. Sorry, he wasn't happy. Oh, she's but she feels betrayed. We've all felt that. High school was tough. I'm feeling it now. Yeah. <laughs> Not betrayed, just I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't pan down the camera. Thanks, mate. But... Then, yeah, we've given out a little bit of more. Do we actually know the name of the character that Janeway Pashed? Um, Pashman? Pashman. Hmm. What is your problem, Cat? I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Okay, so two of my cats are having a conversation, and it, they don't seem to like it. No. Yeah. I've got two more as well. Uh, so Janeway and Kashik have obvious chemistry from the nanosecond we see them together, according to yeah. Google. Kashik. Kashik. Like, but that's the planet the Wookiees are from. You can't mention Wookiees on this podcast, mate. Oh, no. Talking about Wookiees. Hmm. You can talk about Whoopi. Wookiee, Wookiee, Wookiee. <laughs> this is a lot of people on the bridge. I don't think I've seen this many people on the bridge since Seska took it over with the Kazon. Yeah, they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> They, they actually handled the Voyager pretty well for a race that was set up to be very dumb and with no water. And bad haircuts. They, they, they were wish version of Klingons, the Kazons. They even begin with K. They were two million, they were two million Klingons. <laughs> Klingons with one. Oh, all those dangerous barrels. Look out, Wolf. This is Jack Torino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. What did they shoot? What do you mean? Shooting a wormhole. Oh, I wasn't no. quite where you were. <laughs> I've just seen them shoot with one of their replenishable torpedoes. Should have detonated. What? So I guess we're giving a wharf medal to Voyager versus Space. Firing fucking torpedo at nothing. Oh, what? On well, it's got to be. It's got to be the. Whatever they are, against the, uh, the oh, we got we got some vegetables for the Neelix medal too. What was the salad in that barrel? It was fresh. We did not. Did, are you sure? It was green. Oh, we got some. We got some more symphony music happening, and Jamie's like, "This isn't the time to get jiggy with it." It's always the time to get jiggy with it. Yeah, I reckon Janeway could 
um, handle the pressure of a bad situation. She'd do she, a could, bit. she could handle she'd, some jiggy. She'd do, she'd do what's the suggestion in Hey Jude. Take a sad song and make it better. Oh, is that, oh that looked wow, like the lead of Fat Joe. Um, Did you say they made a fat joke? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, they got away. So the refugees. Okay, so she he pretended to be in love with Janeway so that she would open up to him and he could catch her harboring fugitives. And she wanted to believe him, but didn't but wanted to be safe instead. And now the refugees have escaped and he's all angry. He is very angry. I hope he takes it out on Chakotay. Who's not even there. Hmm. Like, what other job does he have? He's he the, the second most important member of the crew. Why is he not on the bridge? Who, Chakotay? Yeah. yeah. I think we all know, though, that Tuvok's really the first officer. Yeah. Yeah. Now that against Chakotay, I just feel like they didn't use him well. Yeah. It didn't help that the episodes where he was the main character weren't that interesting. They didn't give him great storylines. The setup's great. that it, You know, that he's marquee captain and... People have inf- everyone's infiltrated his crew except for Balana. Everyone else was <laughs> everyone else was a spy. <laughs> no, Seska yeah. took that role a lot more seriously than oh, Tuvok. Just looking at him, yeah, longingly. What could have been is what's going through her mind right now. She's sad. That's she's also wanted, she wanted to love. Wistful looking, yeah. yeah. And how am I going to explain it to Mark if we here it is? Up? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's pain, right? Yeah, and you know what? Chakoda wouldn't have been too happy about this romance either. Well, that's episode fifty, guys, and now we have to move to the metals. The captain Jean Luc Picard medal. This is going to be tough. It is going to be tough. It is, but we've got we've got the right man for the job. We've got Mark to to do the Picard medal for the three best characters in this episode. So, Mark, who did anyone um, get your attention in this episode in the way that uh, was it, what did I say his name? Kashik got Janeway's attention. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I have to say, Kashik is probably. Uh, Three, it's three, two, one. So I'd say yeah. cash three. Yeah. Uh, it was a really fun episode. He was a fun character. Uh, actually, I really like this episode, and I like, I like, you know, the repetitive nature of the ship being stopped over and over for these inspections, mm. and how he tried to trick Janeway into revealing what was going on, and the, you know, the fact that she gave him an opportunity. He, it was really, and plus, then he went on to Election, which is one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, when we're in love is what he says when he's being fired <laughs> that's uh, what your assistants say when they quit too is it oh, I say yeah. when you force them to quit <laughs> oh, quit yes. 
quit. Uh, no yes, one sir. quits. No one quits from the shop. I like your sample like that. <laughs> uh so we've got uh him and then i think chakotay only had one or two lines in the whole episode which is sort of fun and uh i don't know this is hard i have to i'm gonna give the two i'm gonna give to the um shoot it's very hard this is very hard you should never give me the the Picard medal because I'm always like, is it funnier or is it better? It, urge on the side of not being serious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with um, Neelix because he gave children Romulan ale. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, though a close uh, second choice would have been Seven of Nine for just sort of being annoyed she had no lines but she was she played annoyed so well in the in the cargo bay at least twice mm. um and then i'm going to have to give the the first one uh the i'm going to oh, Janeway. Janeway Janeway is one. the best character in the episode uh it was a great performance uh you know we this is the only one of what two or three times that she genuinely has a sort of romantic love mm -hmm. interest love moment that's real that's not dumb uh in this entire series so it, it was it was nice to see her heart get broken so sorry is Jamie getting three or is she getting one she's getting three points yep uh neelix is getting two points and uh dude kashik, one. kashik is getting one point you know what? Well, I think this might be the first time Neelix has got points in the in the Picard medal. Really? Yeah. Well, has he ever given Romulan ale to children before? It's a very good point. See, there you go. Point. Points <laughs> to <laughs> you get you not just one point, Neelix. No, two. exactly. You're saying it's deserved, and I, I like the fact that you're having a swig straight after giving those votes because you're thinking of Neelix and what you would be doing with him if he was here at the time. Ethan yeah. Phillips couldn't make it today, but he, he did say to say hello to us all. Oh, did he? Well, I worked with, I got a chance to work with him um, in my, in the DGA and the Directors Guild of America training program right out of film school. I, w I worked on a movie that he was, uh, he played the father in a mm. Thanksgiving movie. Uh, and uh, we got to know each other pretty well. He's a really, he's a great guy. I was like, "Holy shit! You're you're Neelix." <laughs> the Keiko O'Brien Medal. Well, we'll swing to the Keiko now. Um, so, with the technical difficulties at the start, Andrew, are you well versed enough to to do the Keiko, or would you like me to have a go at doing the? I'm, I'm doing nothing, mate. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can help you. I can help you with the with the Keiko. All right, feel free to, because I'm struggling. You're struggling. Yeah. Well, you got to give uh, the the sidekick to uh, Kashik. Kashik, sort of lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, that was sort of, you know. Cookie, cookie cutter, cookie cutter character of the week, sort of just yep. generic, 
you know, militant rules, sort of shitty cop guy. Yeah. Uh, that guy was annoying as shit. And I don't know that, yeah. And he was also uh, able to... He also got sort of uh, 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 browbeat. He got whipped around a lot by his boss, who was constantly like belittling him and ordering him out of the room and shit like that. He was always like, we should arrest these people. And he's like, I said, get out. And the guy would always like, oh, but we're supposed to follow the rules, but I'll leave. So it was kind of, (laughs) he was a wuss. I don't like that. So I would vote for him to get one. We'll give him one. Or maybe two. Yeah, it it that guy might have been Prax, or it might have been Kerr. Oh, the sidekick. Yeah, Praxis. Yes, good point. Thank you, <laughs> That's all. That's all I've got. I'm got a, I'm, look, I'm I'm wearing a Christmas hat on top of my Cobra. I, I noticed. Very yeah. sexy. Yeah. yeah. I know. Ladies, um, there's a queue. Form form an orderly queue over there, ladies. Uh, what was this episode? Yeah, we might just pivot to who gets two votes, if that's all right, Mark. Yeah, he can get two votes. What about the the dickhead? That guy oh, deserves yeah. a vote because he did yeah. nothing. That's right. I mean, he was he... supposed to like build the whatever, but he was also just browbeat. He was forced to do something for people with more power than him. Mm. Yep. yep, very well deserved vote. Yeah, total total nopper. Yep. So who was the uh, WVP LVP LVP least valuable what? person LV42 oh um shit probably the leader of the for an episode about uh refugees and telepaths like Tubak was had nothing hmm. of me to contribute and the leader of the refugees contributed exactly nothing as well he sort of just stood around and said it randy Oglesby is the guy who played kerr was the uh head of the leader of the um refugees uh and also because he was the guy who built the weapon that was intended to destroy the zindi weapon in enterprise i think that you know that's he's worthless so I'm a little bit confused who you've given the votes to. Can you summarize for me? I would go for, I don't know, Kerr. Kerr for? For an episode about a ref- refugees uh, trying to escape, uh, they did exactly nothing. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So we've got, who have we got? Kerr for three or Kerr for one? Kerr for one. He was the, I'm sorry, Kerr gets three points because he was the most worthless. Yep. And then two goes to. Two goes to. Uh, another grudge, guys. Another grudge. Dogs wag tails. No, another grudge. Look at that. Don't like to be seen. So three to Kerr, two this for Dickhead. Three for Kerr, two for Prax, and one for Dickhead. Excellent. So given that this is the first episode to be released in January, these are the the leaders in our Cake Way Brian Mill for 2024. Oh, straight out of the gate. I wonder if they can hold their position for the year. Ooh, tough one. 
<laughs> it would be hard, won't it? <laughs> yeah, it will be tough. Well, this was our first live rewatch in our Fifty Shades of Trek program. Thanks for joining us for this one, Mark. Hope you had a lot oh, of fun. Oh, this is because... live. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. God damn it. Next time we prepare it so it's snappier, I was like, uh, uh, well, we could cut this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't cut anything. I'll, I'll cover it with musical stings. People won't notice the dead air. It'll be fine. There you go. Put some cartoon sound effects in it. Yeah, yes. Like, if anyone's actually ever listened to this podcast, you know we cut nothing. That's true. We, not, we, not, not much. Because it's, not because it's all gold, just because we can't be bothered. We did do one episode recently that after my edit, it was 20 minutes longer. Yes. yes oh, God. That. But it, I did put that Blame Daniel song in about 15 minutes. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. Next week we'll be up to episode 49 in Fifty Shades of Trek. I'm not going to tell you what episode, but I'm going to tell you it is from Enterprise. So yes, welcome during the week. But that's, that's the franchise we're going to be hitting next time. Ah. Yeah. Should we make a game? Let people guess which uh, Enterprise episode it's going to be? Yeah. Knowing that it's going to be one of the sexiest? Who gets so the sticks? That narrows it down to about 94 episodes of Enterprise. Yeah. Oh, I see. Not. I see. I see. <laughs> You're saying Enterprise is the sexy Star Trek. Well, no, no other Star Trek needed that decontamination bay where you got to rub porno gel on fellow cast <laughs> members. <laughs> and everybody yeah. wore blue underwear. Yeah. Like everyone. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, we're, and we're, we might see. We might when see we a podcast a, as well. When we do a podcast, I'm pretty sure I'm not wearing the same coloured rugs as you are. How are we going to establish this? Actually, I'm, not I'm wearing, I'm wearing I'm not black. Really I'm wearing black boxer briefs. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. This might be, might, might be one of those bits that Mark wants me to splice and put at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I just, there's a mental image there that I don't need to know. <laughs> you brought it up. I just. Yeah. Like, hey guys, just... what underwear are you wearing? Okay. Yeah, I figured the two of you were pussyfooting around. I'd just jump in the pool. Yep, that's it. Mm. I'm I'm like it's a bit chilly. <laughs> Mark's like, get a ball. <laughs> you really have Mark. We're from Tasmania. It's a very shallow gene pool. That's nah. true, but it's also very close to Antarctica, so the water's always cold. Oh, big shrinkage. Mm, yes, we know about <laughs> shrinkage. <laughs> Shrink it. <laughs> well, we Americans, Americans don't get it. Late nights with Shinzo. Hello. Hello. Yeah.
Oh, I shins. What did you think of Counterpoint? Oh, I thought it was shit. Fucking stupid. Like you. You fucking Thanks, Yeah, okay, bye-bye. Jeez. Are you in a bad mood today? Bye, Shinzan. Yeah, no, he's not talking anymore. He's in a really bad mood. That's okay. He should get some rest. Yeah. yeah. I think he needs to, I don't know, go to a room of mirrors, drop the togs, and take a good hard look at himself. Good advice. Mm. All right, boys, well, we might wrap it up there. Thank you very much for being part of this, and we'll do it again next time. Excellent. We're doing this next week. Is that when it's happening again? Well, guys, I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on Voyager's Counterpoint. So, well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and, and Isaac, your take on Idea for Fifty Shades was amazing. Uh, and Andrew, oh my God, when you talked about thoughts on the legal system. I, uh, it's just like we're riding a money train. A money train all the way to the money bank, the Hollywood money bank, which is where I transact because I'm a Hollywood jagoff. I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned Trek challenge from me, Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Back to work. <laughs> I knew I bet on the right horse. Hey, we should be, now that you're recording this, you could do it as a tutorial on how people can record a Zoom as well. Can make a lot I mean, more money. Yeah, not a very yeah, good. Make so much money. Not a very good tutorial. My favorite tutorial videos are the 70 minute long episodes where the person on the tutorial is trying to learn how to do it. it's like like when someone's playing a game like playstation or xbox and you watch them do it so you don't have to do it it's just not what you'd expect that's unplanned unplanned that's um literally the most boring thing i've ever heard I'll edit it out. Don't worry about it. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. I'm George Takei, and this is an Unplanned Interruption. Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers Network of Podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned and is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. I'm if you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak and you are listening to Unplanned Track. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. We're thankful to all our listeners, including you. 
Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks, Haunted John, Lee Nickel, and Thomas Norris. Unplanned Trek! Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek! Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Unplanned Trek! I am noticed in some of your edits you you leave some stuff at the end. Yes. Uh, not the outtakes, but like it'll keep playing yep. and then suddenly there'll be like something that you cut out, just moved out of the way in the edit. Uh yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, yeah. The secret where should we start? Stuff. Well let's start with <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can you can cut things out or you can just push them to the side. That's right. You know, and the real fans listen to the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Are you calling me a real fan? <laughs> yeah, you're a real something. How dare you? Do you remember, do, 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 do you guys um, remember when, like, some, like, CDs would have, like, 99 tracks of nothing at the end of the disc, and then there'd be, like, the hidden song? At yeah. The that was, like, um, totally weird. I remember Nirvana's In Utero had like yes. 23 minutes of quiet after yeah. all apologies. Yeah. 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 It's like weird as. Yeah. 